Party people, what's good? Party people. Hey, man, look. Two and a half days of DJ Smurf and man. a weekend full of... I didn't know I was missing Smurf to do this now. Come on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, Smurf, <laughs> Smurf signing off today. Smurf say, look, I can only give y'all an hour. Right, right, Shout right, out right, to College right, Park, right. Finest, Ponte Ridge. All that good stuff, man. Y'all know man, it is, man. Man, let me tell you something. I sweat. Look. Look, oh, that, 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 that's the, res- that's the, that's the residual effect. I sweated my hair out yesterday. <laughs> I sweated my hair out yesterday. Man, let me tell you something. I had so much fun with hey, that. Hey, no, I had no. my earbuds. Man, I was in here yeeking. I was, man, I was freezing myself. Oh, my God, I had so much ain't, fun. Ain't no party like an A-Town party. <laughs> ain't you know, no party like the, A-Town party. You know, the thing that D-Nice did, you know, it was cool. It was cool, but, you know, you kept saying, I need him some, I need I him need, some Atlanta right, stuff. Like, when you gonna do right, a, right, right, right. But, you know, hey, right. he, he from New York. He's living in Cali. So, I mean, you, right, know, right. you know, he couldn't find his way down south. So, you know, but he played, he played some stuff from, you know, because yeah, Jermaine was on there, and then, you know, uh, Chris, Chris Lover Lover. Was on there and stuff. So I mean, you know, he was on there a little bit, but yeah. I swear, y'all. Yeah. So we got to get into it because uh, he had me going. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Shout Smurf out to Smurf. Going. Like I Smurf said, Smurf had me going. Smurf had me going. Me and Smurf gonna do something special for y'all. Oh, but cool. I ain't, I ain't, y'all, y'all ain't heard it from me, but yeah, it's coming. Okay. So we got to oh, talk okay, about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Biggest news um, going into the weekend. Cam. Well, we knew that was coming. Right, you know? well, worst, worst secret in the world. But if if it finally happened, the the hatchet fell on Cam Newton. Yep. Your 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 thoughts. Look, um, Cam has not gotten the physical. They don't know if he's healthy. So if you don't know that he's healthy, you know, what do you do? Yeah. You know yeah. what? What do you do? Uh, you, you can only you can only do what you can do with with the people you have. I like how his team uh, say he went and took a, a physical uh, in Atlanta. Right. Say he's healthy, but that's a regular physical. That's not an NFL physical. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, you know, I I know what they're doing. I like it. You got to put the spin on it. All of those good things, but until he can go see an NFL doctor and teams can really see what's going on with the foot, with the shoulder. Right. It's going to be hard for him to get a job out here. It's going to be hard for him to get a job. And then, you know, when you are seen out in public and you you are still limping, you know, uh, uh, yeah. all these reporters and everybody's going to see, the insiders see it, and they know that you're not, you're not healthy. Right, 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 right. So. right. And, and, it, and it's crazy because, I mean, you saw this coming. Right. Uh, basically, you got a new owner, got a new coach. And new coordinator. So this a new regime is coming in anyway. You lost your major stars on this team. Right. You know, whether through free agency or, or Luke Kickley having to retire because of injury. So, you know, when you when you see that and you know that this this regime is willing to start over from the top, yeah, you know. Yeah, what yeah, you know. Yeah. It it was just a matter of time. We knew it was a matter of time. Yeah. And you know, and Rivera having the opportunity to bring him in if that's what he wanted to do. That's not what he wanted to do. But he, he because he knows he's had Cam nine yeah. years. He knows what's up. He knows Cam yeah. is not healthy. And for any team, before any team is going to sign Cam again, got to keep the ties. Right. And, and it's kind of one of the things I was trying to get people to understand. Like, you don't go buy a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't just go drive it off the lot. You, you do your research. Right. So, you see 
James Winston, who who for all intents and purposes is healthy. He's healthy. He's he's ready to. Everybody sees he's ready to go. He got his eyes done. He out there singing <laughs> on videos and stuff. But you know, are people even willing to kick tires on him because of the other stuff? It's the other. It's the other stuff, y'all. Yeah. It, it's crazy because this is probably the first year that there were more free agent quarterbacks than slots. Than jobs. Yeah. Usually it's a lot of jobs, not enough quarterbacks to go to the market. So when you look at the 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 desire to take a Phillip Rivers when you got a James Winston or yeah. even you know, even yeah. almost healthy Cam Newman and they pick him over them, I, I don't understand that. I don't yeah. understand that. And I just like I don't understand Tampa Bay guaranteeing a 43-year-old quarterback all that money. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, that makes no sense to me. Well, well, they, they did it for business purposes. Of course. The, the, the and we, and we, see, we see how it's just... Oh, the fruits of the labor already going down. Tampa increased their ticket prices. Without a doubt. They have already sold out on season tickets. Every, uh, every home season game will is, be sold. And, and what's yeah. going to be crazy is... Think about this. So, they're changing their uniforms. Right. Then they're going to do a throwback jersey. Mm-hmm. That's that's already basically you you can you can write in three to four million sales right there of, of both. So you know they did that. You're right. They did that one for oh, yeah. money. They did that one for money. So we said this a, a few weeks ago. If he did decide to leave, teams that were going to sign him, it was going to be a business opportunity right. for the teams. Right. L.A. would have looked at it like here's our opportunity to get tickets sold because we are the stepchild. In this new stadium, because it's the Rams, it's the Rams stadium. It's the Rams but stadium. We're gonna be in there. So, what better way to get LA motivated than to bring Tom Brady? Right. And so you you look at that, and even even the 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 Los Angeles, the Las Vegas Raiders had the opportunity too. Right. But then when right. you listen to the GM saying, you know, we just looked at the last two years of film on Tom Brady, and we just didn't want to pull the trigger. Right. On that. Right. Right. Uh, crazy stat I put up today, and it, it was. It was funny. Watch, I watched. I watched probably three or four of his games the last few weeks. Right. Seventy-five percent of Tom Brady's passes last year were ten yards or less. They are dinking dunk team. But you see where he is as far as arm strength. You know, you see that he's not where he used to be as right. far as arm strength. Right. Right. You see where he's not as used to be as, as even in mobility because it seems like he. If they broke through the line, he was gonna take a sack. It was the oh, sack yeah, he was fall coming. Down. He, he was gonna, gonna he was gonna go down because he knew he couldn't evade it. He, yeah, he at he, all. He's gonna go down. What I want to know because Bruce Arians' offense is an offense that wants to push the ball downfield. Right. They they want to chunk it. Which is why I don't know why they got rid of Blondie. He could at least he, he could get the ball down. Well, they well listen, <laughs> and you know this more than anybody. I love you. You know I love James. Yeah, I know you love James. <laughs> I know you love Blind Boy. Jam- James was my guy. I thought James was gonna rip the NFL up. And he probably should have. If some, why didn't they get him surgery well, before well, y'all? J- j- James- they did that boy wrong. I don't like him because he get had that them dirty mattresses and roaches at his auntie's house. But listen, James didn't take care. They of the knew ball. he couldn't see. James didn't take care of the ball. They knew he couldn't see though. They the, knew he couldn't see. Uh, Tampa Bay played. Eight one-possession games last season. Yeah, everything was close. Jameis threw four of those games away in the last two minutes. And you just can't do that in the NFL. And double for our quarterbacks. We really can't do it. But he couldn't see. (laughs) 
mean, you know, you you just and, and it baffles you because it's like because his arm is so strong, he wants to make that throw when it's a it's a back. It's a tight end. Yeah, it's, it's wide open, so, and he won't take so that. So that's the deal. It's the decision making, oh, well, as know. opposed to the actual raw talent. You know, because he has that talent. He has that arm. He has a big arm. A big I mean, arm. just you know, a really, really good quarterback. It's just that decision making of trying to force the ball. But Cam was getting into that in, into that deal too, and I don't know if that was because of injury that he his decision making, even when he was halfway healthy. Have become a liability. Cam got a bad habit throwing off that back foot. Yeah, that's what it he, is. He, his is a mechanics. His his arm is again. His arm is so strong, mm-hmm. and he got away with it for a good little while. Right. But then the the injuries caught totally up to him. Story. And then you start seeing that uh, just not being able to put that extra uh, on the ball nice late. Yeah, at least you're right. They both ended their seasons. With pick sixes, and I just yeah. Brady and Winston, and, and I just I cracked up. That was I listened funny to, to an interview with Tony Dungy this week, and Tony Dungy talked about if you if you pull up Jameis numbers and Peyton Manning numbers the first five years, right. they're the same. They're the same except for the interception. The difference <laughs> is Peyton won, but and he didn't throw all those interceptions either. No, nah, he didn't. He threw he threw a lot of them early yeah, on. Yeah, but ain't nobody thirty for thirty. Right, 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 right. But <laughs> but but the thing of it is. My dad, he talked about it all the time. Listen, you want them to love you, win. Right. Winning, listen. It cures Winning cures. People sweep stuff under the rug when you win. Everything. That's that's why if we ever get back to normal and baseball comes and the Astros start winning, they might be getting some fans back at home. Yeah, well, listen. On the road, though. Houston Astros fans, they're not going (laughs) to They're not gonna turn in their championship. On the road, they don't, though, they don't care what you say. Man, I want, I want to go to L.A. They going to L.A. I want to go. Nah, to not go to L.A. Dang, why they can't yeah, go to L.A.? Yeah, they already fight, fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> so the question with Cam is, what does once he gets healthy, mm-hmm. who will pick him up? That that's that's the question. That's that's the million dollar question out here in these streets. Okay, so y'all call me crazy. Y'all might call call me crazy, but look. The last time we saw Cam 100% healthy, dabbing on everybody was... 2015. Was it the Super Bowl? Super Bowl, yeah. 15, 16, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2015. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. And what was most people's lasting thought about Cam Newton after that game? Oh, yeah. He didn't get on that fumble. He didn't get on that fumble. And then he didn't stand there like a man and do those post-game interviews. Yeah, yeah. That's why they chose Philip Rivers over Cam Newton and Blind Boy. Well, well, no, they, they, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, they when chose. you see, when you see, to me, as a decision maker, when mm. you see that when it comes down to it, the game is on the line, the ball is right there. Right. And you back up instead of diving on the ball? What yeah. does that say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the coach picked Phillip Rivers because the coach is familiar with him. They, they, that's that's why they dude, picked that guy. That, that, why would you pick an old dude that is Cam Newton light? 
He is Cam. You know he is Cam Luton. He, you know who he is, right? No, he is. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, uh, uh, just James Winston, like. Oh yeah, now he gonna turn it over. He gonna. He, he's gonna you turn like it over. Philip, that's not your team. You, yeah. you, you, you throwing the ball to the wrong person. That's not your team. But it's interesting that they cut Hoya, and they kept our guy. They yeah. kept Brissett because in the back of their minds, they have to have a backup contingency plan in the event Phillip stank it up the first four weeks well, of the season. I got a question about that. Yes, so, ma'am. listen to me. You saw what Jacoby could do with the healthy team right. and when he was healthy. Right. And he bring this old broke down dude. I just I, these coach these these GMs these coaches these teams they still have that tunnel vision oh, yeah. and fall in love with these guys that that are on the end of their career like they're gonna do something. Yeah. I, I just Philip Rivers drove me crazy. It's the familiarity with these guys again. Yeah. Uh, Wright was his uh, quarterback coach, the mm-hmm. OC. He coached him in uh, San Diego, L.A. as well. So when they looked at it, they said, you know what? We don't have to teach Phillip a lot. He's going to come in. He's going to know what to do day one. My question to the Colts. Is who they got, who we going to throw the ball to? What are you going to do to help him <laughs> weapon-wise? Right. T.Y. Hilton stays hurt. To? Stay hurt. So And, I, and Jacoby was winning with T.Y. hurt all the time. He was? Because he, was. he, got, he Mar- got hurt. No, when Marlon Mack got hurt. When Marlon Mack that got was hurt. It. Right, yeah. When Marlon right. Mack got hurt, that was that was the turning point of their season. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean. Because they could run the ball and they needed that yes. play action. Yes. To, to yes. go with it. This is, I mean, he was a beast. They were a beast running the ball. This is just what I want to know. Do Jacksonville really believe that Gardner Minshew can do this job? They looked at everybody else out like they're like, we don't like him, we don't like him, we don't like him. Because we're, we're I'm, just, I'm just wondering. I think because, first of all, the cult, the the fans in Jacksonville love that kid. They love him. Yeah, they do. Minshew mania. Minshew mania, the whole idea of, of somebody, you know, that's not, you know, what everybody's used to coming there doing what he did, you know. I, I think they just really love him and want to give him that opportunity to be that hero for Jacksonville. Why not call Jameis? Just just bring him in as your backup. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just wondering because I'm because you let foes go, so you you're going to need a veteran backup. Yeah. Now makes- they did bring uh, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is down there. Okay. Uh, the Tennessee quarterback right. who was in Pittsburgh, right. but Pittsburgh let him walk. So, which lets me makes me wonder what is it that has him. Jumping around the league right now. Well, you know, it's so funny. I, I have these discussions with with these dudes sometimes, and they <laughs> dudes are hilarious to me, especially when they they, especially Atlanta fans. We fall in love with names. <laughs> what is that? We don't know him. He ain't no good because we don't know him. So when I when I'm telling them about players that everybody's looking at, you might not be looking at. You might have not watched the XFL, but Everybody else that was cares about football watched because you, you see look for guys, guys, you look for guys, and those were hungry guys. Can, can you can this guy come in and make my team better? And they did. And the thing about it was, some of those guys, it wasn't that they just didn't make it; they couldn't cut it in the NFL, whether it be injuries or whatever the case may be, were able to get the opportunity. A depth, a depth on the team on the yeah. chart. Oh yeah. So if you're a backup quarterback, you're not getting those reps that you would get oh, yeah. Yeah, you with get, the first team. Yeah, yeah. So you see a guy like PJ Walker, 
who lit the XFL on fire, y'all. He was so good. I mean, got an arm, can run the ball. I mean, just so good. And and it it helps that his college coach who recruited him is his his head coach. If it it had to have been... If, if it, it had, had been, been them, if yeah, had been, he, was, he was gonna get signed. Yeah, if, yeah, somebody was gonna sign. Yeah, he was gonna get signed because that's just how good he was. Yeah, and then so you you see the players. More and more players are starting to get signed yeah. from the XFL. Falcons signed a tight end today. They didn't yeah. sign tight end. I wouldn't sign. I don't know why they didn't sign Parham. I, that bike rider, he probably was riding his bike and didn't even see him. <laughs> he probably didn't, he probably didn't pay attention to XFL Dude was games. six. Eight, yeah, he, six, eight, a beast at tight end, y'all. Yeah, he probably, he probably, oh my gosh. He's probably didn't pay attention to XFL games. He was uh, busy doing other things. Maceo, he was a beast at tight end. He was. And the Kansas City Chiefs signed Jordan Tayma. Tayao. So Listen, let me tell you something. It was some talent in that league, and I'm glad. No I'm glad some people paid attention to it. You know, not these Falcons fans that swear they know everything. Dude yeah. told me, girl, you crazy. They ain't signing nobody from XFL. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah. I said, obviously, you didn't look. Yeah. You, I can tell you didn't look because you're sitting up here saying ignorant stuff. But you go on and go play mad, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> That's just ridiculous yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, uh, that people – don't realize that there are so many different levels of talent uh, of guys who, for whatever reason, that are ready to play this game. And all these scrubs did you have? You know, just like I tried to tell everybody about Indira Sanat. Why is Sanat not playing? Listen, what you do in practice dictates oh, yeah. whether or not you're oh, yeah. going to see the field on yeah. Sunday. So, obviously, what he was doing in practice dictated him not seeing the field on Sunday. He 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 wears the best cleats on game day though. He be fresh. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> fresh fresh and funky, but yeah. you can you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing to get yeah, on that field. Yeah. Listen, it's always gonna be a numbers game and that was the beauty of the XFL. We talked about it a lot because we watched. Right. You were able to get guys live reps, game film. Yeah. Let me see them in game because again I can't go to an uh, indoor facility and watch a guy throw against air and do all these pretty drills that, oh, my God, these drills they got these guys doing. Yeah, which is crazy. Just, it's unbelievable. Which the thing about one of the, the benefits for this shutdown for, for guys like that and even some of the free agents that are going to be available um, that probably won't get drafted is that these GMs and these scouts are having to sit down because it's nothing else on. It's no more yeah. sports on. Yeah. So they're having to sit there and watch film on these guys. Yeah. I mean, you you have so much more time to evaluate these this talent out here. I think that's why a lot of the guys from the XL, XFL went ahead and were signed before the draft, y'all. These guys are signed before the draft because these GMs and, and scouts are sitting there watching film. Without a doubt. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it, I, I'm so happy for so just listening to some of the backstories of, of what these kids were going through, what they went through, and how they had to circumvent to try to get film. That's the important yeah, thing, film. Yeah. Get your stuff, get your talent, what you can do on film so they can see it. More, more than anything, your scouting department, they're going to earn their money this year. They're earning it, too. Because now... GMs, coaches, everybody has to rely on the area scouts. Right. Okay, who did you see? How good is he? 
Let us see his film. Show, give me your list of guys who you think can help make this team better. Right. Because that's their job. They need, you know, they need to let me be a scout. So I would have told them who to pick in the XFL. You're a guy who like covers, you know, the Montana area. Right. Give me a guy who nobody knows about mm-hmm. that's on our radar. Mm-hmm. Give me three college kids who probably should have been going to the combine, didn't go. What is their status? What's their health? Right. Do you know somebody who can get in touch with them? The scouting department, boy, who? And, and this is what's going to show which organizations are strong in those areas because with this, whatever we got going on right mm-hmm. now, because it's fluid. Right. Every, every day it changes. Every day it changes. Uh, We're probably SEC not going to have. Pushback. They, they're not going to have any. Right. SEC is not going to play non-conference games this year. Georgia's first game, as it stands right now, will be against the University of Alabama. Yeah. You heard it from me first. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is. So you're not gonna have mini camps and OTAs, right? So we're probably gonna go straight into training camp, right? So imagine Cincinnati, who probably gonna take Joe Burrow. He's gonna have to walk in day one, ready, ready to go. And what's crazy is so now as a scouting department, as a collective staff, now we have to really sit here and think: Should we cut Andy Dalton? Right. Because what if, right. what if Joe Burrow comes in and can't grasp what we do? Are we still going to roll him out there? Right. So these are the, the that's decisions. A, that is a, that's a good point. Team, I mean, teams have to make these decisions mm-hmm. now because this is going to be that season where you're going to probably put an asterisk by a lot of guys. This will be the uh, coronavirus draft. Right. Because a team, say a, a guy don't pan out, they like, ah, well, we weren't able to bring him in. We weren't able to get him on the board. You know, we FaceTimed him. But what does FaceTime really do versus me getting him in, letting me see him work out? Teams usually have an area draft. Right. Uh, area combine. So the Falcons will have all the kids from Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia State, right. the AU, just wherever. You don't have that now. Yeah, you so, have the opportunity to get that done. I mean, just like you, you know, just like you were talking about regionals and different schools. Nobody could go to any schools, anybody's pro day. Nobody could do oh, yeah. any of that. So, yeah. a lot of kids, you know, unfortunately, that were counting on the pro days at the schools. These guys didn't see them. But the other thing, the upside of that is they are looking at a lot of film right now and trying to determine which of these guys. Are, or can be on their team that can help right away. Yeah. And just like you said, which one of those guys also are going to be able to, that you can put them out there right away. So oh, that's yeah. going to be a determining factor in the draft as well. Um, a, another guy that I think that they probably should look at as a running back is Cameron Artist Payne. Think about it. He was, he, he, he played for Carolina. He was back up to back up. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him. Nope. Great looking, great looking running back. He's yeah. a great looking running back in the XFL. So, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, he gets opportunity as well um, to get back in the league. Um, a lot of guys who did uh, uh, a lot of good work that they're looking at as well. Yeah. So, it is going to be interesting. It is going to change the way they were thinking about doing stuff to put guys. Oh who might have a little bit more experience so they don't have to worry about having to say, okay, look, this is how you break this film down. Let's get this. I mean, we've already listened, looked at programs where these guys are coming from college to the NFL going like, oh, dang. This is even more than 
I'm used to in college. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It, it probably will cause these teams to keep a lot more veterans on the team and sign veterans to the team who already know the deal yeah. because it is going to be – it might be a shortened season for the NFL. Um, we're still rolling through this thing, and they're oh, not yeah. able to do a lot of the stuff. They would already well, they, be well, they, they, doing They're not stuff. able to do none of the yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, what, that's what makes – the NFL draft is going to make it very interesting because, again, what, what do I know? Right. What, especially, like I said, quarterback. So, like I say, you're the, you're the Dolphins. I, I know I have a uh, crazy boy. Uh, uh, Fitz is, I, got, I, I got Fitz yeah. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so at five, do I, do I take Justin Herbert? Right. Do I take Jordan Love? We ain't going to take Jordan Love that high. Uh, do we gamble on tour or do we pass on tour? Well, so I was thinking about that too when you were talking. So think about, I think this might be an advantage for tour because we knew this is probably going to be, you know, red shirt. It's going to be a red shirt year for a minute. So, anybody who tried to throw tour out the, this year going to be crazy. Right, so I think, so the, uh, that's why I think it's an advantage for him because it, it was going to be that anyway. So he gets the opportunity. They get the opportunity to say, okay, we we feel comfortable taking him because this was going to be a rich short year anyway. Yeah. And it's a shortened season. It's going to be a shortened season. So we'll we'll see how that works. I think that it, it will give a team even more confidence in, into taking to it. So intriguing, so intriguing. And it's crazy. We were talking about uh, the running back position. A guy had uh, reached out to me. He was, he was asking me my thoughts on Gurley. And, we, of course, we're going to get yours in a minute. But I was reminding everybody, oh boy. if you go back and look at the 2015 draft, mm-hmm. once Gurley and Gordon moved on, no running back in that NFL draft is with their team. Still with their team. So <laughs> Everybody me, has moved on, which you know my philosophy on running backs. We, well, we have the same <laughs> philosophy. And it – these teams need to get with the program. Stop falling in love with names of people, whatever, and all this other stuff. Look, these guys, the shelf life of a running back is three years. It, it, that's just what it is. So when you look at the formula that teams like San Francisco and, oh, Kansas City, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl, they didn't fall in love with names, y'all. They had three different guys running the ball. The dude that started off the running back, for Kansas City, wasn't even the dude that was the bowling in the Super Bowl and helped Kansas City win the Super Bowl. Without a doubt. So we got to stop falling in love with with names and thinking that these running backs. I think Derrick Henry is one of the last horses in this league as far as the running back that will get the the bulk of the carries. And it's going to be interesting to see how he runs this year. Yeah. And this is why, well, you know, a lot of people didn't agree with tagging him. But it's like, you're not going to give a running back a long-term deal. You're just not. You're just I, not. I, Jerry just Jones, not, just, you, you, just you, 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 you tripping. Why you signed Zeke to all that but, money? But they signed Zeke to all that money and didn't even beat didn't Zeke run. in the ground. Zeke, <laughs> Zeke will be still limping right now if that was my take. He'd still be limping. You know, cause a, a guy I'm I'm in love with in this year's draft is uh, the kid Cam Makers from Florida State. Uh huh. Didn't get a lot of carries. Uh, caught a lot of pass out the backfield. This kid is explosive and he's gonna be also fresh. 
just like Brian Herring. I, I really like Brian Herring yeah. at UGA. Yeah. Because, again, he wasn't the feature he back. Was, he was the backup to the backup. He was the backup to the yeah. backup. Mm-hmm. He came in, did the dirty work. Big guy. Called the ball out of the backfield. He was that change of pace back. He had nice size. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be able to yeah. give a, a team three to four years. Cause this was, these, these featured back guys have been toting the mail since high school. Right. 25, 30, 40 carries. But y'all see how this league, it, it gets to the point where it's copycat. And then the copycat thing is going to be to see teams that were successful who had three running backs. Yeah. These featured running backs, it's, 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 it's going by the wayside. Todd Gurley. Are we, are we going to talk about him talk now? Talk about it, guys. The floor is yours. The floor is yours. What I tell y'all? I, I love Todd Gurley, first of all. I love Todd Gurley. Arthritis is a degenerative disease. That means what? It doesn't get better. It gets worse. I love him. I really do. And if he does anything, if he's able to do anything, anything like he did last year, that's a win. But when you see, once again, insiders, people who are looking at you, when you just minding your own business at the Super Bowl, we're like, he's limping around the Super Bowl really bad. (laughs) And then you have articles that are coming out saying that, all that he did last year might have taken a toll on his knee after we signed him. <sighs> I told y'all. From a business strategic standpoint, mm-hmm. I, 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 listen, I understand. You're getting a name. You're getting a guy with Georgia connections. You know, you, you're slapping him on, on billboards right. and you're going to sell a lot of jerseys. Right. His name is going to bring people into the building. It's, it's the name. Right. I'm getting him cheap. Right. I'm getting him, I'm getting him at, you know, the one year six million. But I don't want people to, and, and, and this is what people are doing. Name recognition. Hello, you're, name. You're thinking that. Stop it. Okay, yeah, he scored. 14 touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm always asking people, because when they bring it up, I'm like, do you know how, how he scored those 14 touchdowns? Right. They were red zone touchdowns. I know how he scored. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how he scored? Yeah, I know how he scored. Yeah. I, 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 and, I watched. And this is the thing. I don't want people to come into the, the bins next year saying, well, why he not getting 25 carries? He will not get. Why would you want him to get 25 get 25 carries. carries. <laughs> he will not get 25 carries. Uh he because he's not that's not what he's built for now. He's not built for that now. No. Nah. He doesn't have the explosiveness, he doesn't have the cuts that he had before. So I, I hopefully that they're paying attention to this. But of course my frustration is not with them signing Todd Gurley's. My frustration with them is to keep signing offensive players when you are totally ignoring the defense. Yeah. Totally yeah. ignoring the defense. And, and, and I boy, I, I meant to add this to to my pad. Listen, everybody that that chart that everybody keep passing around about the Falcons gonna roll out eleven first round draft picks on offense. Yeah. Everybody, that's not good because you know what that mean. That mean that all of these guys they're bringing in didn't work where they were. Right. It's the reason they're in Atlanta right. now right. because they didn't work. Right. 
You know, Laquan, listen, y'all. Russell Gage is the third receiver in Atlanta. Right. That's his job. Right. Ridley, Julio, Ridley, Russell Gage. Right. Laquan Trevor has to come in and make this team to be the fourth or fifth receiver. Because there's some young guys there who gonna probably put pressure on and, and teams will always go with guys they drafted. Guys they drafted who know their guys players, who've been in their system. Who know their system. And if y'all know anything about Laquan Treadwell, he was a bust. My friend Maceo. Please let's talk to the Falcons fans. <laughs> he, I mean, he was a bust. About Laquan Treadwell. He got and- he got cut. Oh, if he go, he go return the ball. Let's talk about his return game. Well, he don't return kicks. He he's a, last year. He's slow. If everybody remember, so if you remember his career, Ole Miss, a lot of big plays, but he played in a very wide open offense. Okay. Got to the combine, very pedestrian for the time. Got to camp in Minnesota. He was not focused on football. Right. He was partying. He was doing kicking everything. it. He was doing the most. Minnesota say, brother, we cutting you. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they brought him back was because of injuries. Mm-hmm. And he played decent, like, down the stretch. But it's a reason he was on the market. It's a reason he's in Atlanta now. Right. And, 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 and putting guys like that in Atlanta, if he was kicking Atlanta, it in Minnesota, what y'all he think was kicking doing it in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. So what you think he was <laughs> what y'all doing, doing the A? And then the thing about it is, they're like, oh, you know, he'll be a special teams player. What? Uh, they re-signed Leroy, a uh, Leroy Reynolds. They got their, they got their, uh, yeah. their, their uh, special teams. And now. they're probably gonna bring Keon Bonner back. Yes, that's at, their at, special. At a, at that's, a discount. Those, those, like, those your returners. I, I like Barner. I, yeah. I thought he, I thought he was good. I think he was finally somebody we were looking for. You know, not fair catch Hardy and all I'm those not, other people they were trying to put back there. I'm gonna miss Freak Magic. I'm gonna miss Justin Hardy. Really? Yeah. I always forgot he was on the team. I'm gonna miss Justin Hardy. From a media perspective, okay, great with the media. Right. He was one of those guys who, regardless of what situation, he was always gonna talk to you. And you know, I, I, I can tell y'all now because he gone. He was my dude. Freak Magic called me, and be like, hey, you know, okay. a lot of my inside stuff came Freak Magic. I love that. You Dang, okay, I'm, I'm gonna miss him too now. But yeah. I don't know why, <laughs> why don't you like Barner? I like him. I, I like Kenyon. I, he, we he's have, a special team guy. Like you don't want him playing running back. He if finally you know. had a game. Right, he I mean. finally had a return. He had, what, two return for touchdowns? Yeah, I mean, he was better than, uh, <laughs> what's that kid we got from Detroit, and he left too, because I was like, who is this? Why is he supposed yeah. to be returning the ball? Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I like him. Yeah, y'all, so slow down with that when, you, when, when y'all look crazy keep putting that, uh, that chart up. That's that, that somebody that, that all, these, together. all these first round, all these first round draft picks. That's not good. That's not good because... And you got Laquan Treadwell on That means they flamed out. You you don't never want first-round picks to flame out. That's how you get fired. And evidently, he, he got fired. Because, so. like, <laughs> the Chicago Bad GM, he on the clock. Because they brought in Nick Foles. He on the clock. Because he passed on Deshaun Watson. He moved up. To, to get to, to get uh, Mitch, look, Trubisky. I, look I, I'm not gonna dog Mitch out because <laughs> I, I am. I told y'all last year the problem with Mitch is his coach. Yeah. The coach told yo. Remember year before last when Mitch was balling, he bowled year before last. That's because they were calling plays that make sense. This year, 
He's like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We, we're going to have you do this. We're going to have you stand in the pocket and let uh, take 20 years for a play to develop downfield. Okay, throw. Didn't did make sense. Not Mitch's. That's not his game. Come on. It's not his game. And so you, you're basically bringing Nick Foles in because he knows Matt Nagy's right. offense. right. And now you're in that position. Mitchell is about to get Jameis. Because he's basically, if, if Nick Foles can go in and get him something, uh, Mitch out. They, they paid Nick Foles. They paid Nick Foles good money. They paid him starter money. Which is funny to me how they keep, keep wanting him to be the star. Look, he caught magic in the bottle by being a backup oh, yeah. to Fragile. He heard <laughs> again. He heard in the offseason. He heard again. Anyway, brought him in. And he caught, he just caught magic in the bottle because once again they had a running game, they had a defense, they had it, they kept it simple and did some trick plays, and that's how they won so far. They let him hang. Listen, shout out to uh, the Philadelphia Eagle coach. What's his name? I forgot, but he he was he yeah, I mean, is he, like he, he, he is that risk taker. He was playing with house money, right? He's that he risk taker. Nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. And listen. Both defenses were terrible in that Super Bowl. Let's just call it what it was. Because the Super Bowl was 51 49. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was a terrible Super Bowl. With no, it, offensively, it was a very good Super Bowl. But it was terrible because right. it was basically who got the ball last or which defense going to finally make a play. Finally stripped Brady. Brady fumbles. And, because, listen, and that's the difference of the game. They were driving. Yeah, they were driving. Brady was, Brady was getting ready to pull one of those yeah, Brady he things. Was. He was. And, hey. Got home, strip sack, game over. And wasn't that, that was the only, wasn't that the only sack of the Super Bowl? That was the only, only, that sack, was the only sack of the, the Super Bowl. The only turnover of yep. the game. Yep. And listen, Nick Foles is probably going to beat out Mr. Biscuit. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Unless he breaked it something again. Yeah. <laughs> For G-Lay now, too. You know, it's funny how, you know, when you become the starter, you become the starter and you start at the beginning of the season that what you did as a backup – it don't look that good. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look that good. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the whole Nick Foles I'm starting now works in the NFL. He on his last leg. He's he not going to better keep getting these checks. He keep getting good checks. But that's what we say about that. And, he bl- and blind good boy checks. that got his eyes fixed ain't got no job. James going to get a job, y'all. Jameis gonna get a job, man. I was laughing. This dude said today, said, "Well, you know, we lost PJ Walker in XFL. Maybe Jameis will come playing." <laughs> <laughs> Jameis ain't going to XFL. <laughs> Jameis not doing that. I'm telling y'all, Jameis not doing that. Jameis will chill at the crib and count count them racks he got yep. before he go to uh, the XFL. He not doing he that. He posted videos singing praise songs by his yeah. pool. Yeah, man. Jameis <laughs> pushing trucks through the neighborhood and. All that good stuff. I, I love it, man. He pushing trucks through the neighborhood. And then you look. He said, I can see. Marcus Mariota got a job before Jameis Winston. I feel some kind of way. Yeah. I feel some kind of way. And I do believe that Mariota is probably going to beat out Derek Carr. I got look, that feeling. Look, y'all heard it from me. Gruden, like, Gruden don't like Carr. No, like no, no, like no, he don't. He just trying to be nice because they're neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> we won't never go over his house. If Derek if Derek Cole's smart, he going to sell that house. Go on and sell that house. Yeah, he, I, I yeah. be on the other side yeah. of town from Groot Cole. Especially when, especially when you read that the Vegas Raiders were looking to bring Tom Brady in. 
They were they almost pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. And he's just like, just I'll one fight. more look at family. He's like, nah, I can't do it. I don't think Giselle. He said we weren't gonna give him all that money though. I don't think Giselle wanted to live in Vegas no way. So I think Ebor City was like more her speed. Let me tell you something. Why would you pick Ebor City with? Look, Tampa is known for nothing but strip clubs. That's what it is. Because ain't nobody going to bother. Nobody going to bother them down. That's a retirement it's community. It's a strip club with every corner in <laughs> He's not going to stay on that side of Tampa, E. When I leave the airport, I'm like, oh, dang, there's another strip club. He's going to stay on the other. He's going to stay on the retirement side. We on our way to Doubletree in Tampa. There's a strip club right there. That's one right there. Oh, oh there's one right there. There's oh. one right there. They're not right like Atlanta strip club. Good though. gracious. Not at all. Don't ask me how I know, but I'm just telling you. Yeah, because you know it's good. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. Uh, crazy story. Uh, NFL GMs and coaches, they really want the draft move back. Mm-hmm. They like, why are we drafting in four weeks? Why can't we just move this thing? Well, it, it, it'll probably be because they ain't going to buy no video but Roger Goodell uh, doing he, a podcast. He, he wanted that way. <laughs> Yeah. Roger, 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 Roger loved attention. Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah, he, he yeah, loved attention. Yeah. What would be cool though, Adam, Adam uh, Schefter brought this up as well. Since we in dire need of programming, mm-hmm. do the draft seven days. Do a round a day. I would watch. I think. Yeah, I think, I think when, a lot of people would when watch. When y'all watch, y'all, y'all, I, y'all would watch. I think a lot of people I, would if, watch. If they did the draft and did a round a day. Yeah. I would watch. And you actually get to know. Prime time so you can focus. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. They should take that into consideration. Yeah, because I think we put so much emphasis uh-huh. on day one of the draft. And you get these guys uh-huh. who, um, you know, we get we get to know these guys. We get to hear from these guys. The first round guys. Man, let's get to know these third, fourth and round guys. You got film on them. You got film on it. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Give give him seven days like oh, right. a Macy, you know Roger calling. Nah, I don't know him. <laughs> I almost tripped him up at the Super Bowl. <laughs> so he probably would run. He probably be like, man, that dude almost by almost told Roger Goodell ACL, y'all. <laughs> That's neither here nor there though. I was in I was in the, I was in the area. I had no business. He, in, he, he, oh, he, oh, okay, okay. Y'all know I be you know I, I was I was taking shortcuts uh-huh. stuff because it was in Mercedes Benz Stadium. So you like look, I know where I'm going. Man, I swung weak side and boy, I boy, Roger Goodell's a big dude too. Realize he was that big, big old joke. So he might remember you. Go, go. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I hit him up. Yeah. He he been on Twitter. He ain't got number time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He ain't got number time. But I think that's a really good, I think that's a really good. Idea, yeah, of having spread it out over a week, prime time, yeah. Do around, do around the day, yeah. You get to know those kids. They can, they can get out the film on them, figure out what's going on, talk about them inside, Facetime them, do some inside stories. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's and a good idea. They already got all the stories. Yeah, yeah. Story. And they can even do a special on Cam every other day. No, they go to Cam Instagram. They can let Cam use their so phone that want, you like. Oh, I cannot stand. <laughs> I, I don't understand how a grown man does tweets in crayon. Basically, that's what it was. Cam, Cam hungry too. You see the video he put out the other day? No, I, I don't watch. Yeah, Cam <laughs> say, "Listen, he hungry." And, and listen, competitors. I I I love this for competitors because sometimes you just need sometimes you just need that you need somebody to light that fire back up under you. So I mean, you know him, and and, and you say it's my guy, and you say that he's a he's a competitor. 
But like I said, the lasting image of when everything is going right, then right. everything is right. gravy. Mm-hmm. But when there is some some something that comes against you or, 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 or you, you come up against it, then you got to sulk and not just act Emotional, like that. Emotional guy. I know, but... Emotional guy. Come on. And then, and then the other thing to me, and, and I'm, look, I'm not trying to be all in all his business or anything like that, but when you see all this madness is going on with the baby mamas and lately, all these babies, yeah, lately. all these babies, you don't, you don't, you don't want that from your, uh, you don't want that from you your franchise. That, that's guy. not the face. You don't want that to be the face of your franchise. You and they are that. looking that, and they see but, that. But, but you have to live your life. Live your life. Live your life. But yeah, I mean that's a little tough. What was crazy to me, the last couple of days I've been listening to uh, Charlotte Radio, just just to kind of you know get a feel, and it, it's amazing that. Like people were using words like you know, uh, his tenure was it's, it's incomplete. Is you know, I, we consider his time in Charlotte a failure. I'm like a failure. He took it to the Super Bowl. He took it to the Super Bowl. I was watching. Speaking of that, I was watching their Super Bowl with Jake Dale Homie. That's why I called Jake the Long. Jake Dale Homie. Jake the Homie. That Steve Smith was a beast. Man, Steve, I oh, keep trying oh. to tell everybody Smith a dog. Smitty is a dog. He was a beast, and they kind of did before that. They did this. Uh, uh, sorry, hold, y'all, I'm hold going on, off on tangent. Tyrone Poole. I didn't. I didn't put her up to that. Tyrone Poole. She did on all. Okay, let's keep going. I listen. I looked at his uh, a little bit of his his behind the scenes or not thirty for thirty, but whatever they do on NFL Network. I've never been a Steve Smith fan because I like the Falcons. So I, I like the Falcons. But just to listen to where he came from and how everything and how he was. You know, he itty-bitty. That's why I called him when I was standing in the stands, and he was standing right there. He turned hey. and looked at me. Quietly. Quietly. Itty-bitty. The beast, y'all. He got Quietly. up and got all the balls the helmet throw. Sorry. That, all those balls. That Super Bowl run by Carolina. Steve Smith put them on his back. He put them on his back. Go, go watch that Ram game. Remember and Ram if, game? Yeah. If he had, listen, if he had a, if they had a halfway decent defense to Stop doing stupid stuff and let Tom Brady just stand back there and throw the ball. Tom Brady was patting the ball that game. He, he was, was like, man, hey, nah, go on over there some more. And then <laughs> when, when you have somebody who already knows what you're going to do because you have a tendency on defense that if you rush him with this is what you do, then he was just like, oh, okay. Well, so I know I'm, I'm going to give the ball to the running back right here. Well, oh, I'm going to throw a screen right here because well, they were rushing. And then when they sat back, oh, hey, Smitty is a dog. But that Steve Smith was Awesome. So in you know, so we 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 had this debate. We had this debate a couple of weeks ago uh, again. Who would you take, Heinz Ward, or Steve Smith? Dang, that's hard, Maceo. It ain't hard, hard for me. It, it's hard it, for it me because because Heinz from Calipar. Take, take the Georgia. Take he the Georgia. Take the Georgia out of it. Take, he from take, 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 take that out of it. He went to Georgia. He from Calipar. Yeah, yeah, Steve. But listen. listen, Steve Smith way more explosive than Heinz. He is. Way more he is, than and I, I gotta apologize to him because you know he's this little arrogant dude, but he back it. He was backing it yeah, up, yeah. especially came, then. Came to the NFL was supposed to just be a returner, right? They, they didn't think much Steve Smith. Uh, beat up a couple of teammates. Because he just angry. Cause, cause he, he from South Central L.A., y'all. He talked about <laughs> he grew up in the projects in L.A. He has. And his mama, he came home from school. <laughs> and he kept getting beat up. She told him. She told him last time he came in the house, 
you get beat up one more time, I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna kick your butt. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. That he, was it. Didn't nobody mess with itty bitty no more. He has the biggest chip on his shoulder. Oh, it's huge. It's still huge oh, it's, right now. It's, it's gigantic. He do. He doing uh 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 work for NFL Network. That's what like him and my, that that little. People think that they be joking him and Michael Irvin. Now they don't like each other. They don't for like real. each other. You can tell. Oh no, they they really don't like each other. I like know. they they have to keep them up. Like at event, they have to keep them apart. Right, because Steve Smith is like, see, I ain't tall <laughs> like you. If I was, I was tall. Hey, Steve Smith jabbed Michael Irvin every chance he get. Every chance he get, he could. He told Michael Irvin one day, like, listen, minus your rings, you're nowhere near me. I'm way better than you, Mike. I'm faster. Wow. You just bigger. Wow. <laughs> and you like any table, man. Listen. Wow. You played for uh, you had Troy Aikman for your whole career. Right. You know, I had a lot of guys. A lot of guys. I mean Then I got Cam, but you know, then they ran out of time. They ran well he didn't like Cam. Look, Steve Smith didn't like Cam. He didn't like Cam. You know he did. It ain't that he didn't like Cam. Just like Greg Olson didn't <laughs> like Cam. He was more or less like this my team. I know the quarterback gotta be the guy. Mm-hmm. But y'all, this my team. Like this my team. Man, y'all remember Greg Olson would be like some of the stuff Cam would do. Greg would be like Hey. Man. Funny funny <laughs> Greg Olson story, y'all. We got to cover uh the Panthers uh fan fest. It was ridiculous. The crowd was ridiculous. They didn't expect that many people. So after, you know, Charlotte only got, like, in front of Bank of America's only, like, right. two streaks. Right. They not expect that kind of crowd. Horrible tailgating town. <laughs> well, because the stadium is, like, it's just, it's just all it's bad. It's a horrible tailgating town. Okay. It's all bad. So, we were stuck in the parking lot. This, Greg Olsen had, like, at that time, Greg Olsen had, like, five kids. Right. And they were small kids. Uh-huh. Man, listen, his kids were so frustrated in that parking lot. He was like, look out there. We can't go nowhere. Right. It's Greg Look. Me, Glaze, and Nikki, we laughed. We probably laughed with Greg Olson about how his kids were getting on his nerve. Like, look, like, like. <laughs> he probably really was like, now why am I riding with y'all again? <laughs> like these parents always do these kids now. <laughs> Greg Olson was looking like, hey man, I should have drove my own car. Then your kids go. <laughs> Anyone. I don't know them kids. He want to ride with his own kids. I'm already, I'm already, I don't Man, know these kids. Man, that is funny. And, 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 but listen, shout out to Greg, Miss Olson. Camille Olson said, nah, you can deal with these kids. I'm going to go sit in the car. Don't sit them kids in this car. <laughs> you he had, had five kids. He had two strollers. Oh, and he was just trying to he was trying to make the most of the kid. Probably, Glaze probably entertained the kid about 15 minutes. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. but uh-uh. Greg Olson was looking like, bro, I'm going to get out of here. Why? Why am I even in here? But that 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 was like the height of listen. They were can with fire hot. They were fire hot, and I'm trying to figure out why would you not expect people at your at your uh, event? Because they 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 felt like man, look this fan fest. Man, people are gonna probably come out, right. but they're not gonna like. We if we get twenty thousand, we'd be good. And if I had sixty five thousand people, and like I say, police wasn't ready for. Nobody was ready for it. But you think you but think about uh, the games here in Atlanta when Camp came home to play, you know, Mercedes George Jones would just be jumping because you know it was you know that fraction of people who love Cam and yeah. then the proximity of Carolina. I mean, because that's yeah, the one right place right. that I went to quite a few times. Yeah. I mean, as opposed to Easy going to Tampa, ride. 
three three and a half hour easy yeah, Keenan, straight shot. Keenan, drive us up there, get us. I mean the stadium, stadium right off the highway. Right off the highway, terrible tailgate. I mean you, you, you. I was like, can y'all get some beside dirt for tailgate on again? Because the stadium sits here with it. It wasn't no room. You know, Falcons fans. Look, Falcons fans are so spoiled when it comes to tailgating. Extra spoiled now because you got you got uh, the Home Depot backyard. I mean, because. Just because we just do it up, we just yeah, we just do yeah. it up, and, and you don't then, have to walk seven and then, miles, right? To and the then it's a part, it's a party, you know. It's not like these people like you know tailgates, like you got your trunk open and you just got a little grill. No, nobody tells get tailgates like we do here in Atlanta. No. Nobody, do nobody. Do it big, do it, do it, do it big, and that, just for all of those reasons that we're discussing right now, I just feel like. If Cam can get healthy, get back to Super Cam, get back to, you know, taking pictures on the sideline, dabbing, all of those things. And it's crazy now because, like, without a doubt, during that time, the people in Carolina loved it. Of course. Oh, they they were throwing it all I up. They, 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 they were throwing it all up in his face nerves. today. They were like, well, you know, now that we look back on it, you know, it was, I'm like, listen, y'all were not relevant like that. Until you got Cam. Cam is really like the first megastar yeah. that y'all had in the organization. I mean, you've had, you've had guys like Steve, Steve Smith. He not Cam. Right. You know, he's I a mean, very good player, no, but he's not no listen, star they like They always Cam. had pieces on that team yeah. of guys who were who were superstars. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Jake Delhomme. Jake Delhomme. The homie. Jake the I call him Jake Delhomme. Jake Delhomme got them to the Super Bowl. Look, they were yeah. rolling. They were a good team. Good defense. Good Man. running game. I mean, they were a good they team. They let Deshaun Foster break one by 70 yards. 70 yards. What? Yeah, he did. He did. That Why was a very that? interesting Super Bowl. Tyrone Poole. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I keep saying it because both of those plays happened on Tyrone Poole. Man, side. let me tell you, because he was clowning. Steve Smith was clowning him. He'd be on Steve, Slip, Steve Smith, and then Steve Smith go 10, 10 feet in the air and catch the ball. I mean, he the hops he had to catch the balls was just like, Listen, wow. I, 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 I dare any of you guys go find any picture of Steve Smith and go look at the calves. From the waist down. Big old dude. Yeah, he, his, his, cal, like, his calves are like crazy. So I got I got a, I got a question to ask you yes, about Let's get it. the way the NFC South Uh-oh. quarterback deal is gonna be looking next year. Yeah, you know everybody keeps saying, "Oh dang, look at the quarterbacks in the NFC South." Yeah, how is this going to shake out? Listen, sex, listen, sexy names without a doubt. That's what I'm saying, Falcons yeah, fans. Y'all, y'all, listen, y'all know how I am. I got to wait to see him play. I, I don't care about paper. It all sounds good now. It does sound who, good. Who's going to make it through camp? Who's going to make it through camp? What pieces are they going to add to all these guys? Are they going to get Brady a front line? Do you, do you honestly think that Brady is not a system guy? So, y'all, this, this, this is my thought on Brady. And somebody asked me this in the uh, show inbox page, and I had to basically kind of, I like, dude, give me your number, I'm going to call you because I'm not going to type all this. Right. <laughs> Brady, so it, it's going to kind of be a marriage of, of philosophies because Arians and his staff is about, you know, maybe 10, 12 offensive right. coaches. Mm-hmm. They're not, 12 people are not going to figure out what Tom Brady do. Mm-hmm. 
No, one Tom Brady, you got to figure out what these 12 people do. Right. And then let's kind of match it up. Because so where, where it kind of fits right. what you like Because, to listen, Brady, this is our system. And you know this is our system. This is why you signed down. Uh-huh. I can't throw Mike Evans five-yard slants all well, day. See, okay, so <laughs> right. how is that going to work out? Because that's not Mike Evans' game. No, it's not. That's not uh, Godwin' game either. Either. No. So Brady is going to have to throw the ball 15, 20, 30 yards. Mike Evans is a jump ball guy. Right. You got to throw the ball, Mike. Listen, Mike Evans' routes start at like four. That's 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 the deep. That's 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 the that dig mm-hmm. they like to run. Mm-hmm. So he run dig. He run that deep curl. He gonna run that comeback. Yeah. He run post. And of course, the fifty fifty ball. Right. Mike Evans not running no slant, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> he not doing it. So basically, but basically, when you look at that team, you look at those two guys on the outside. Yeah. That's what they do. That's that's yeah. why they were drafted because that's what was James James. Seeing or not. They are downfield, throwing the football type team. So, you're going to see Tom Brady. He had done this in a couple of years. Tom Brady's going to have to drop back with shotgun, three more steps, and he got to throw the ball on rhythm. So, then we start talking about that offensive line. Will he have the time to do that? Because if you looked at Brady for the last couple years, when he see that jailbreak or when he see those those guys come – He's going down. He he knows that he doesn't have the mobility to get out of uh, of those sacks. Yeah. So so and again, this this is the thing. Your boy Bruce Arian says that you know he's watching the film and he say he thinks Tom Brady can move enough. So that tells me they're gonna <laughs> probably pick up some linemen in mm-hmm. the draft and mm-hmm. try to bring in some you know other guys. Because you're going to, listen, you're not giving Brady $30 million to have him run for his life. Right. And and think about New England. Everybody in New England was brainwashed. That whole line was like, don't let Tom Blade get hurt. You let him get hurt. <laughs> you know, Bill going to cut you tomorrow. So, you tomorrow. I mean, you know. He'll cut you today. He, 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 right. Cut he'll today. cut you right after the game. You so, might not get your check on Tuesday. It's, it's, it's not that same thing in Tampa. So, that's going to be interesting. So, my other thing is, we already talked about Carolina a lot. New Orleans. What do you think about them giving Drew Brees? That money. So, so Drew Brees claims he took a pay cut so the team could make other moves. This, this is my question for Drew Brees, which also I'm glad you asked that because I'm wondering you bring in Emmanuel Sanders. So Emmanuel Sanders clear is gonna be the deep threat. Uh-huh. Can who gonna get him the ball? Cause Drew Brees can't throw the ball. Drew, Drew Brees can't throw the ball uh fifty, sixty yards down. So is that when Taysom coming in the game? <laughs> Right, and so when Taysom come in the game, listen, I know what y'all doing. Right. And so, and it, listen, this is what I know about Emmanuel Only Sanders. Only people didn't know what happened when Taysom came in the game with the Falcons. Yeah. Like, Taysom's in the game, y'all, that, that's where the ball going. Will Emmanuel Sanders, at what point of the season does Emmanuel Sanders sit around when Mike, uh, what's my one name? Mike Thomas. Right. Mike Thomas sitting on 70 catches. Right. And he got, like, 25, 30. That's going to be interesting. Hey, Wide House, baby. Hey, listen. We know how y'all are. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. If Corey Withers had about four targets and then Jerry Cambridge had like four, I'm cutting up. No, Brandon. Taysom Hill is going to be here because he's the only guy on the team that can throw the ball deep. 
Yeah, that's why. That's remember, why. That's why they put the exclusive franchise right, tag right. on. Remember, Teddy gone. Teddy so it's B. just gonna be Brady. I mean, it's just gonna be Breeze and and Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey man, great show, man. Great. We 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 gonna do we gonna do an overtime, y'all. Cause I got I got one more question for E. Yeah. I'll probably okay, get up cool. under her skin. Cool. So tell the podcast by E. All right, podcast. See ya. We gone.